Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com golf. Fella. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome back to a fresh new episode of Missing Curfew Up Dog, my man. Curfew Calls, episode two. Here we go. How are you? Getting everyone involved, my man. People love these, man. I got People a nice little them. list of uh, some beauties with some subject lines that are for quiet ears. Is that a thing? Quiet ears? Yeah. Quiet ears, buddy. I don't know. You better sharpen quiet, them up. Quiet, quiet <laughs> ears. Quiet ears. I, uh, we're going to keep these. What's it called, Max? Evergreen? No. Ever, Evergreen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I bumped into a National Leaguer. Um, I won't mention his not, name. Not and, to mention and anyways, names. he was a big fan of curfew calls. Big okay. fan of curfew calls. So um, I thought it was great. We had a lot of fun. Did he, what was his avenue for it? Was he like, uh, I liked how, you know, raw it is. I like how you brought the fans in. I know, I know we've been talking about this for a while, right? And yeah. it's kind of nice to uh, clip off some of the, this, some of these beauties are, they're all time. And some guys are like, buddy, what are you even talking about? <laughs> huh? Yeah. I think this guy said it was hilarious. And man, you got some mutants that listen to you. Some so mutants. I think that's what it was probably what he said. God damn. Hey, God, but God, we love you boys out there and girls. You're damn right. listening to Mr. Curfew. I thought it was great. It brought out some good stories for me and you from back in the day about smoking weed. And we're talking to, we talked to Binger about it for an hour about smoking or 30 minutes about smoking weed. So it was good. Awesome. Well, let's. Uh, well, should we dive into maybe some live? Uh, Max, ones how do you want or? to start it, buddy? Let's go. Let's go live. All righty. Here's the first one. We got a. You know, speaking of mutants, Maddie from Long Island. <laughs> Fellas, Obi, Uppy, bunch of fucking beauties. It's Maddie from Long Island. Got a good story about Billy Smith. I met him back in the '90s in one of the old NHL stores that used to be around. I'm waiting in line to meet him. Right in front of me is this kid with his dad. And his dad's a Rangers fan. 
go in line. Billy talks to the kid, looks at the dad, looks at his hat. Oh, a Rangers fan, eh? All right. Here, let me give you one of these. Picks up one of his headshot posters, signs it for him, puts a long message on there. Hey, there you go. Have a good one. I meet Billy, biggest beauty in the world. Get a picture, get a poster, chop it up. I'm wearing my hockey jersey from my league, beanie. Asked me if I play, giving me tips and all that. Biggest beauty in the world. Talked to me for probably about like five minutes. Get out of the line, go up to the dad, ask him, what do you put on your poster? And he shows me. One since World War II. Go Isles. Billy Smith. Be cool to hear if you guys have a good story about that. Someone you either met while you were in the show or before that. Be cool to hear. Great pod, fellas. Keep it going. Rest <laughs> in peace, Jimmy Hayes. <laughs> Missing curfew fucks. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jimmy Scoops Hayes, 100%. Maddie from Long Island? Maddie from Long Island. What the fuck did he say? What did Billy Smith write? Who knows? One since World War II. Not since World War II? One. One, one since-, since World War II. Oh, the Rangers went in the cup. Then they got one. They then they got one. Then right. Mess went in there with his big cock slinging around the dressing room. He and, sure did. And they won one. Right down Broadway. I will say this about Billy Smith from what I heard. And Collins actually told me a lot of stories about this guy. But he loves his beers, right? Loves his beers. Like such a competitor that wouldn't even shake hands after they lost and shit. Like that much of a maniac he was, I guess. I pulled up a picture of him. That guy looks like a, <laughs> he looks like a serial killer. Good idea. With the fucking stash and the handlebars. I mean, you wouldn't want to put too many past him. I might fucking chop you down with this uh, this Sherwood, this 1975 Sherwood, this black thing. <laughs> Look at this fucking haircut. Oh, that's not him. Look at this style here, up dog. I could have got a few on old Billy Smith here. Look at that helmet. Legendary. Uh, that's a great jersey, though. Founders. That that one right there that they got. That yeah. like that orange, like you know, fire truck orange there with the the baby blue. It's nice, nice touch. We've talked about the old Nassau Coliseum a lot on this podcast. I love that barn. Played my first game there. Yeah, I loved it. Great barn. And they Stunk. were shit when I was in the league, so it was always nice to go in there and kick the shit out of good them. Good cheerleaders, though. Do they have good cheerleaders? Come on. Downers? Downers? Yeah, they used to get dressed right next to- Really? Yeah. In Long Island? Right there at Nassau. No shit. Right where you come out, you know, you used to have to walk past their room and their stick room. Then you get to yours, stinky as can be. Yeah, and uh, right like on the on the hallway out, just to the right where the bikes would be, it would be us, the referees' dressing room. They'd get all, they'd hang out there too, checking out. Oh yeah, where we played soccer. Yeah, yeah. And then right next to them was the ah yeah 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 yeah. You're right. These twins, I think. Yeah, good memory. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Right where we played soccer, the restroom, and then the girls were there. Right there. Were they were they like like as good as Dallas? I can't need to get fired up. eh? Just go out there for a couple extra two touches. I'll tell you what. I was already usually fired up because I was going to the city after that game, no matter what. So or you were coming from the city. (laughs) I was coming from the city, but uh, Maddie from Long Island. I guess for me, my first when I met Ally Afraidy, he was working for Warrior Sticks my rookie year. And he still had the all Ally Afraidy mullet. The skullet. The skullet. And I was like, holy fuck, Ally Afraidy. So he was working for Warrior. I'm like, yeah, I'm just breaking it down. He's like, so you're a rookie, eh, O'Brien? I'm like, yeah, I'm a rookie. He's like, fucking enjoy it, bud. Before you know it, you're going to be, you know, selling sticks for Warrior. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, Ally, old bitter fuck. Man, was he right. I mean, before I knew it, I was like six years in my league. And I would look back and think about Ally Afraidy. That yeah. was like, I was like 10 games in my career. And he's like, you're a rookie kid. You better enjoy this because before you know it, you're going to be doing a podcast with your buddy Upshaw yeah. with Binger and Maxie in the studio with you. Ally Afraidy was like the Randy Johnson of the NHL. Right? Just wooden stick clappers. Tall, shoots it as hard as he can. 
No Probably market. well-liked guy. He was a well-liked Gotta be guy. a good teammate. Right? Gotta. Do you guys know what Ally of Frady looks like? Google Ally of Frady while you guys are back there so you can pick up <laughs> what we're putting out there. I love that he would go no bucket, too, at the skullet. Wouldn't care. Greasy air. Greasy. Look like Hulk Hogan. Troy Ward. Shout out to my, my boy, Troy Ward, was my coach, coach in Austria. So before playoffs, he's like, we're going to go around each player, and, and they're going to pick a guy that you know you, they think you are in the NHL. And I was like, well... I played in the NHL or also like, it's kind of hard for me here. Like I'll just say myself, he's like, no, no, you got to go old school. I go, okay, listen, we'll, we'll have some fun with it. Why don't you pick a player for me? Wardo? I come in, I come into the, my pit, my thing, ally afraid. <laughs> <laughs> he's a righty though. Yeah. I, was he? Yeah. He's a right, right hand shot. I go, Wardo, you think I'm like ally afraid? Like, I wish I shot it like that. I wouldn't be playing in Austria here with you. I'd be still in the show, but Troy Ward, ally afraid. Was he a right shot up, dog? I'm just, I got to look at Never heard of a skullet. Never heard of a skullet until now, but now it all makes sense. He's a left shot. He is, eh? Yeah. My bad. Look at this picture of him. Yeah, there's the perfect skullet right there. Isn't that something, Maxi? (laughs) It's good. That's some. I will say. Do you call that National League? Yeah, he was. I mean, when you rock it with that much swag, it's National League. I do got the monkey bum going like his, though. I'm going to catch him soon on the old back end of this skullet here. I don't know. Now you've been looking. Your hair's been looking you good. Think so? yeah. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that's just you're a good team guy. Keep a rocking, buddy. You're a good team guy. Ally Afraid. Troy, Troy Ward told me I remind him of Ally Afraid. I, I took that as a compliment, Ward. I love you. Listen to the pod, Troy Ward. Awesome. Troy G Ward. You would have loved playing for this guy, Ups. Chill. One time, Ward. I'll never forget. We're in Abbotsford. Eh? This is when I'm back down the jungie. Playoffs, and we're just getting peppered. Like we're just getting peppered. He would come in, and we're sitting there after after the period. You know, you take your stuff off, and he just comes in his suit and sits on the floor, sits on the floor, and leans up against that studio. And he's like, "You know what, boys? Let's just everyone just chill. Everyone just take a deep breath, and let's just fucking chill here. All right? It's just a game. You know, we're just playing." And he's sitting here, and we're all just kind of like, "I'm like, this is." One of the coolest things I've ever seen for for a coach with young guys. After I'm like, boys, you don't even know how cool that just was there. Like. That's awesome, right? I've had coaches come in and fucking call you a cocksucker and flip that garbage Start can. Start breaking pants yeah. for everything, yeah. <laughs> he sat down. Wardle, I love you. Like you told me, he grabbed the short fork. He had a little bit of a barrel on him, and he was sitting there with his barrel. But uh, he was a great coach. He actually, you know, he made me like hockey again after all my stuff I went That's through. good. Yeah, you so. need people like that around teams. Yeah. Right? Troy G. Ward. Good for him. Yeah, that's how he would sign his card too. Troy G. Ward. <laughs> Maddie, thanks for the call, fella. I love Frady. You're a beauty. Skull it. Love it. Who's next, Maxie? Next is Shorzy from Hamilton. Fellas, Shorzy here from the Hammer, Hamilton, Ontario. Olbs knows how the AHL team back in the day, the Bulldogs. Uh, he's probably mixing up down at Hess Street, Sizzle and Koi, top floor at Koi. That's where all the Rockets hang out. <laughs> Anyways, love the pod. Keep up the good work. Two questions for you here, if you don't mind. One who is your dream foursome? I know you guys talk about golf lots. Up dog's an absolute stick. So who would you love to play around at golf with? Dream foursome. And secondly, um, love the, the game nowadays. It's so fast. It's so good. People are so skilled. But I, I still think about I got that itch. You know, I used to play back in the day, still talking about it. But uh, who would be the guy if you could play, lace them up for one game that you would just love to fight? And I know we're all hockey guys. We're buddies after. You can have a beer and everyone's a bunch of beauties. But is there one guy in the league right now you just would love to lace it up and fucking go him center ice, buckets off, let the crowd go? 
go and chuck some knuckles. Just let me know. Anyways, uh, keep up the good work, fellas. Love the show and uh, have a good uh, holiday season. Keep it between the mustard and mayo and keep your stick on the ice. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking one-liners. Shorzy. Fuck, you want a job of a podcast, Shorzy, or what? I know the guy. I would love to beat the wheels off. He's just at that steel mill there in... in, uh in the hammer. hammer and just working away and chirping guys just drinking fucking labat having a time how many labats is he sneaking into work you think 12 at least right in his little duffel yeah yeah sure Warm. Warm. i know the guy i would love to go toe-to-toe with uh murphy the d-man for the chicago blackhawks i hate it i would love right now i had his dad as a coach just too, go I. out there and give him a little tap and say you think you're tough eh come on over here fucking for a sec fella and i would i would just grab down the pipe and i would yeah. throw rights as hard as i could and there's another defenseman for the LA King called Durzi, D-U-R-Z-I, Durzi. you the wrong way. Love to pump his eyes shut too if I could. <laughs> those are the two guys that jump out to me when I watch them play. Right now? Right yeah. now. Those are two D-men that I'm like, you're just not tough. You would never be tough. Not that I was the toughest guy to ever play. I got beat up plenty of times, but I know I was tougher than those two guys. I used to battle with Dumba. Dumba. Matty Dumba. Yeah, we had some good battles. He's going to get traded probably. He's going to get traded, yeah. yeah. Or like St. Louis Mini, we had some good wars, playoffs one year. And anyway. Is there anyone you watch now that think about like, so you that watch. just, yeah. What about Puyarvi? Would you like to fucking grab him? I, I almost mean, feel I bad for this guy no, now. I, I almost I, feel I bad. For, exactly. Yeah, I almost You know, like him. he's, the, the crazy thing is, is he doesn't have a bad bone in his body. I know. He needs to. I know. There's like some guys out there that they don't have any bad bones in their body. He can't really rely on them to get like out of their comfort zone. You know, he just, he, he, you'll never make that guy's wires cross. I don't oh. even think he'd get pissed off if someone like fucked his girlfriend right? <laughs> <laughs> or someone like Elbow McDavid right in front of him. Would he even be mad? Hey, pull your army. I'm sure I fucked your girl last night. Go get him. Ah, it's okay, man. Don't worry about it. I'm, yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh, like he doesn't have a bad bone in his body. No, I know. He doesn't have too many fucking athletic ones either by the look of it. He should have been like a downhill skier or something maybe. Uh, I'll be thinking about like teams that you watch a lot. I'm thinking Oilers. There's got to be a guy throughout the way that you've said you'd want to grab. I'm trying to think, but. I mean, there's got to be like the little pigeon. Well, you said Murphy too. You said huh? Murphy. You said Murphy too. The guy from yeah. Well, that's because yeah. since day one he did was. Did you play against him? I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I played against him, and then like I said, I had his dad, so I, I knew him as a young kid. He might have been fourteen or fifteen when I was playing for his pops. Um, who else? I don't know. I, I mean, oh, Gudis, oh, still eh? God. The Still. guy cheap shotted me more than anyone in the history of hockey. Yeah. Elbows and sticks and knees. Fact he's still playing. Crazy. I thought that one year after the playoffs where he turned literally a hundred bucks <laughs> over for was it Tam it was the year maybe Philly lost early. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy finally. But sure enough, I another know. job, Back another job. There. I'll tell you what, Shorzy, uh, whatever night I watch a game, too, there's usually a couple guys on the, on the ice that affect my bet. Yeah. You know, in a negative way that I'm like, I'd like to kill this fucking guy. Get the fucking puck out. Get it out. I don't, I don't know. know. There's a lot of, yeah. You know who I would like to grab? And this is a straight bully move, too, Shorzy. This is a straight bully move. P- uh, Ingvall from Toronto. If I played against him. he'd be trying to take you wide all the time. Yeah, he does a fight. He's got I, the long neck on him. It's a bully move. But I would just be like in his grill the whole time. Like, you're such a pussy. That's what. See, you know. see, I think you're looking at the guys you know you could like push their buttons and they won't do anything. Yeah. Back. 
Does that mean I'm a bully? Yeah. Yeah, but that's all right. It's <laughs> hockey. It's hockey. And Shorzy, bullies out there. You're right about one thing. Hamilton McMaster's University had a night there when I was with the San Antonio Rampage back down after being in the league. Stumbled onto a party there. Unbelievable. I was Stumbled older around. too. I was you, 30, no way. 32. Yeah. Great time. McMaster University. Hamilton. Home with Brian McGratton. Hamilton. Yeah. What's he we, called? Uh, Hamilton. Was something you remember, Campbell remember Brad Tilly? Remember Brad, Brad Tilly? No. D-Man? Sounds yeah. like a D-Man. Number four. He played for the Admirals with me. He won, he won with us in 03, but then he played with us for a couple more years. He's from, he's from Hamilton. Brad yeah. Tilly. So Brad did Tilly. I play against him? Must have. Yeah, he's a great, great guy. Yeah. Always had a dip in. Lefty. Bigger. <laughs> Bigger and kinda had, He kind of played the game like, uh, like, like Scotty Niedemar, like a poor man Scotty Niedemar. Very poor. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're going to compare like that, yes. <laughs> But he was a legend. I think I got my earphones on the wrong ears. No, I don't. <laughs> dream foursome up, dog. Dream foursome. Dream my foursome. dream foursome. This is tough. I, I don't know this question. I'm going to write down what just came to me. Yeah, right? I don't know. And my dream foursome would have, obviously, you and Lupul in it if it was my last round of golf I was ever going to play. Upshaw, Lupul, Tom Doherty, Evan Knapp. I don't know. The list would go on and on. It would be tough. Dream foursome came to me. I said Tiger Woods, John Daly, and our girl Paige. <laughs> and I'm riding the cart with someone ben. get that calendar away from me. <laughs> he's been looking at the calendar too there's much. the fucking calendar I'm yes. riding in the car I don't want a caddy I don't want a fucking caddy I'm riding the cart with Paige I got the tunes going would you ride or would you walk with Paige I'm riding yeah Fuck, you want to make it last, like, last longer well, you think you're bouncing around the cart she drops her phone hey, I'll get the phone for you hey, I'll drop her cocktail hey. you know, put, put the arm around you never know what happens in the cart you know, you never know. You're like, hey, can you fluff this up a bit? Yeah. You're talking, yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> talking about your ball, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Tiger, Daily, Paige Sopranic. I don't even know if I said her last name. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that was good enough. Close enough. What's her, what's her Instagram page, Rene? No. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Ball I, think page. I think all our listeners know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a nice force. In there. That's my, that just came to me right now here doing curfew calls. I, if I sat down and really thought about it, Page would have been number one. <laughs> Page would have been number one. But what about you? I know I would be in your force if it was your last round of golf, right? Because yeah. you want my money. Yeah, of course. Right? Even well, if, it was well said. Yeah. It's, it's tough to do it. But yeah, I would try to take your cash, even though you won't play me heads up anymore. But Well, I didn't think it was good. I didn't think it was good, neither, it was good for, for our business. For our business. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And our friendship. Okay. But I was more worried about our business than anything. And then like, because when you're playing indies, guys, to give you a real quick thing going up. So when you play team games... Things that are good in a team game, the putt-putt-wise, are not necessarily good in an indie game, right? So a team game, Max says, oh, that's good. Up says, that's not good with me. So now I'm already fuming, right? Because I've, it's already been given to me good by, by my team game, and now he's going to make me putt it, which and he has every right to do that, every right to do it. My Irish blood and just my <laughs> short fuse, I decided that I didn't think it was smart for me and you to play indies anymore. And I, I would say our golf experiences have been better. Totally. Yeah. And I will agree that there is a, a Irish, a Irish <laughs> short fuse in, in our boy. Nobody's seen, table nobody's seen that more than you and probably, you know, Christina Carabini. Yeah. You know, yeah you're yeah, the totally. two people that have probably seen it the most. Um, mine would be Tiger Woods. It would be. Um, Page yeah, It would be, and you know what? I'm throwing Max Homa in there now. Oh, look at you. Way to go. Way I'm throwing to Max Homa in there. Fuck. What a guy you are. Max is a beauty. And then um, I kind of like, I don't know if like Roger Federer would want to play golf with me or not. Maybe but, pickleball. Um, yeah. 
Don't bother me. Am I supposed to throw a check in there? I should probably throw a check in there. No, it's your fault. Dreamforce, you don't have to do anything. Pages, I already got pages. Yeah, I know. We should play 36, maybe. Yeah, we should play 36. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the dream round is, is uh, emergency, at least an emergency nine. Yeah. So you're not finished after 18. I mean, I don't even have Wayne Gretzky in mind. I mean, well, I, I, I like Wayne Gretzky should be in there. 99. Russ Cortnell. Rusty, babe. It's a hard question, but those are the guys that came to my mind. Yeah, ladies. Gretzky's good. We're going to get to see how good Gretzky's game is here coming up next week. I know. Which is going to be great. I can't wait. So that will clip him off the So Tiger... Here. Homa, you need one more. And uh, man, Donald Trump, <laughs> the bumper. And Donald, just say it up. And Donald Trump. <laughs> no, you know what? Who else would be there? Who else is there? Phil. Yeah, DJ. I already played with Phil. Yeah, you did. I haven't played with. <laughs> already played with Jordan. Yeah, already played, I've, played, I've played with Phil. With like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. they can still be in your dream foursome, can't they? Yeah, I'd like to make up a new foursome. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. He's gotcha. already checked that box. You know, you gotta. Yeah, that you're gonna box. dream. You gotta Rory, no. Uh, yeah, Rory? not anymore. Rory started yeah, to tick yeah, me yeah, off yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, Big yeah. win he had this weekend. Though. Um, Mickey Fowler? I'm not sure, but I heard Fowler's <laughs> going to be our uh, honorary the next couple weeks here at Big Canyon. Down yeah, to the stretch, yeah. yeah. I guess that's the first I heard about that. Yeah. I'm going to get a round out with that guy. Yeah. No, I so anyway, I'm going to keep it at, at, at Tiger. You're going to keep a spot open. Max, and then I got a spot. Okay, <laughs> if anyone's out there, up has got a spot. I got a spot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe Paige plays 36 that day. Well, just if, if, if she's got 18 left there. Maybe she's all. got a friend she wants to. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Uh, Shorzy, great question. Uh, speaking of Shorzy, you ever watched that fucking show? Shorzy? I watched the first episode. I sent it to you, and I said, this is absolutely outrageous, what the guys yeah, are saying. Like, I don't think it was. Uh, how, anyways, how did that? How were they I allowed to put that on television? Yeah, people are watching that, eh? I think so. Okay, anyways, great call, Shorzy, McMaster's University. Good scenery around there. Fellas, what's your favorite <laughs> beer league hockey team? The OG missing curfew, Hell Skills. When you boys come into New York City, we want you, the Updog and Obes, behind the bench. We're making the playoff push. Championship season's coming up. Let us know. You're always welcome to have some beers with the boys. And grab your first wins behind the bench. Take care, boys. Oh, we just Sounds got a job. Like a nice if, guy. If yeah, yeah, curfew yeah. doesn't work yeah, out, yeah. we can go coach pay? these boys. <laughs> how much the you hell pay? Skells. The Hells? The Hell Skells Beer League team. Oh, I think the I follow Skells. these guys. Maybe. Yeah, Hold on here. Yeah. They give out a guy, this guy fuck shirt, I think, when they win. Hold on here. I think they want us to coach. Hells. Hells? Yeah, I follow these guys. I follow these guys. They give out a, a this guy fuck shirt to the player of the game and a pink Whitney. These guys are, these guys, when you think men's league hockey, this is, and this is a compliment, boys. These are these guys. Like, shirts off in the room, boilers hanging out, beer, you know, exhausted after playing. All the good stuff you think about men's league. And they actually have a picture of the Shorzy guy up here, never lose again. And the guy from Shorzy. Are they having a good year? Hell skills. Yeah, who are you asking? Yeah, I'm actually. I, <laughs> I think I'm just talking to myself here. I'm going through their little six five win there. Oh no! What do they got on the? Ah, they lost six five there. Yeah, the tough league here. They're just this this team. Hell skills versus team nine. 
That's like Mighty Ducks. What were they called? District Five. Before yeah. they- <laughs> so a lot of good battles. If anyone wants to sponsor Team Nine out there, give them a <laughs> fucking holy fuck, boys. Team Nine. Well, anyways, Team Nine beat Hell Scale six three. They're from Hell's Kitchen, New York. Up dog. I figured that with the name. Like here they are, just crushing beers after the win. Nice. Yeah. Like this is like when you think men's league. You think Hell's Kitchen? I Hell's think skills. drinking beer like that. Yeah, yeah and I, let's see if I can find you. A, I mean, they haven't been giving up many this guy fucks jerseys. I guess they haven't been winning enough. But anyways, what was there a question there, or what was he no, just saying? He wanted us to come open invite. Yeah, well, it hasn't got to that yet. But maybe we'll keep you posted. Right? We'll keep you posted. But yeah, I follow you boys on Instagram. Keep her going. Hell's Kitchen. Hell's skills. What do we got, Maxie? Oh, this one's just for you. This, this oh, fan no. wrote this in. Oh, Bella's big fan of the show. This is from Josh Klein. This question's for Obes. What was going through your head in the 2009 Western Conference semifinals when you had a Showtime one-on-one before he buried a backhander for the Hattie in the clincher? From a longtime fan, from a longtime Scoopsies fan, rest in peace. Gotcha. Showtime. Who's that? Well, he's talking about Patty Kane, where Patty Kane went spin, backhand. Oh, I mean, you want to pull the goal up. He didn't really walk me. Uh, game was over. Series was over. Lou fucking should have had it. But he came in, he spawned backhand, Patty Kane, five hole. Oh, he um, scored on it? He yeah, it was, it was game six. It was, it was, he came in. Yeah, I know exactly. He might be able, I don't know if he, he can was, find it. He was, so he comes in. My gap probably wasn't great. He came in. I forced him this way. He went backhand, spinner, and just spun it right in, five hole on Lou. But I believe that was to go up three on us. I mean, if I was out there at the end of the game, the series was over. Let's just say that. Oh. And the fucking madhouse. And that was it. They beat us in six, and then they beat us in six the next year. But I will say this. Louis should have had it. Um, what was his name? This was from Josh Klein. Josh. I, I, you would have to agree with me. I watched the Canucks play the Blackhawks this year, and it's, the, the rivalry is not quite what it used to be. It's not. It's not quite. There's no Duncan Keith and Burroughs. Some there's no some guys' asses. For there's it. no Bully slashing the Twins. There's no me and Bufflin and Eager coming up Yaxa and someone spitting in someone's face. What has happened to the rivalry of the Canucks? Nobody Black was Cup? safe out there. Nobody. Not a girlfriend. Not a team. Not nobody. Some of the shit that was said out there. It was. Yeah. <sighs> Anything wow. goes. Anything goes. Anything goes. So playoff hockey. Um. Thanks for bringing up old wounds, but. Uh, yeah, Patty Kane, man. What are you going to say, Patty Kane? I mean, it's kind of cool to get walked by Patty Kane. Ah, yeah. Hey, listen, you, you know me a long time. I tell you if you walked me. He yeah, didn't yeah, necessarily, yeah. You know who did walk me? You want to find a nice little TikTok? Uh, look up Alish Hemsky. Tyson Berry. Bears his first couple games. I go, Bears, whatever you do, just if I'm underneath you, come back to me. Don't go up the wall because then I'm flat-footed. Tyson Berry, the coach Dave Quinn's in his ear. Bears goes up the wall, hits a stick right to Alish Hemsky, and I'm flat-footed, and he fucking... <laughs> You remember, like though, like his hands yeah, were nasty. Yeah, they that, were. Yeah, dad yeah. was getting walked. Yeah, yeah, dad was getting walked. So, Banger, if you're looking for TikTok, TikTok, uh, what was that guy's name again? Max, or I'm going <laughs> Josh Klein. Hey, Josh, fuck off, bud. Thanks for the call. All right, this one's for Updog now. Oh, nice. So, that's a quick story for you. A buddy of mine who was in town uh, as a caddy, and uh, we're watching uh, some of the sandbaggers on YouTube with uh, the Chicklets boys, and he goes. Hey, you ever heard of fucking Scotty Upshaw? And I go, oh, yeah, bud. Fucking listen to their podcast all the time, missing curfew. He goes, buddy, I was caddying for him at Butler out in Chicago. Buddy was looking for the 19th hole after 18. He was going wild on Tinder. So, (laughs) hot dog, one, is that true? And 
Tool, how'd you do? Cheers, boys. <laughs> My man. I played Butler with you. I was there with that. That, that, was, that was probably our My Morning Jacket trip. Yeah, right? it was, we a, played it was a great time. It was. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Butler. Shifsky. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Schiff. Schiffer. Fan Beauty. of the pod. Fan of the pod. Um, we played there a few times. So uh, I guess if his boy did caddy for me and I was, you know, in my heyday there. I would say a lot about, I, I, I would say I, I've never once ever seen you really work an app over. You know, no, you no, were no, never no, no, no. Really yeah, I wasn't going to say I was never on the Tinder thing when when no. Raya came out originally. Raya's a different, uh, Raya a different is a different National animal. League app. That was a National League app. It's a National and League app. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's because you weren't invited. Yeah. You only and in the, one in of my favorite in things in that in the has ever happened in the history of my life is when flowers got denied on Raya. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was literally. I don't get it, Oaks, because yeah. <laughs> you're not a fucking athlete. You're not famous, and no one gives a fuck about you. What do you mean? What do you, mean? you know, you're fucking denied, because that's exactly where you fucking belong. Right? <laughs> Go back to fucking Tinder, you fucking mutant, all right? Like, uh, yeah. But I would say you were probably working the gram, or you were working Twitter, or you're like, you. if you're on 18, I play enough golf to know with you that, whatever the caddy was saying, you were looking at that phone on 14. Getting ready for yeah, where like we're going. I, I can say there was a day where I was curious of what was going on on that that Rye app for for an extended amount of time, but it takes up a lot of your time. Listen, when Luke, but, but I was never a dating app type of guy. No, you weren't. You I was weren't. old school. We never needed to. The Rye app, I thought, was a game changer, though. Yeah, didn't have as much success as I thought I would have. I didn't actually had it when success. I was in St. Louis too. So in St. Louis, there was never any. There was no one. I guess. You know, you're talking about how flowers didn't get denied. A lot of people in St. Louis were getting denied on that thing too. For sure. So I was like, you know, I'm spending time on this talking to a girl that was in, you know, New York or Miami or, you know, LA. That was where they all were. It's funny you say that. You know, I make fun of flowers, but I am on Raya. Then I get sent down to the jungle and now I'm meeting all these girls and they're in all those places you said. And they're like, well, when are you coming through? Miami. Yeah. I said, sorry, I'm going to be in Oklahoma City and fucking, uh, you know, I'll be in fucking Utica. Bakersfield and Utica. You want to come by and see if we can have a fucking glass of wine there? So as much as I make fun of flowers, I wasn't really yeah, it, the it wasn't perfect. But that was that was original. And, that, and now, like, I can't imagine what it's like. For well, listen, time. I'll tell you what. I, I went back to the Rye after I broke up with my ex-girlfriend yeah. or, you know, whoever yeah. broke up with her. I guess she probably broke up with me if you want to call it officially. <laughs> First thing I thought is, you know, if I'm going to be honest with the girls that are looking, it's time to change the pictures. You know, I thought that was probably the first honest thing, right? Like I had pictures up of when I was on my playing weight, uh, National League. Yeah. You know, change the pictures. What kind of photo? Not a lot of bites. 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 I, you know, I thought, listen, I thought, listen, <laughs> thought, listen, you know, I got to maybe get in the studio and get some nice lighting, some angles. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe. You know. Well, I was going to, I was going to ask like when, when doctoring up like a nice new profile for, for someone, whether yeah. it's a listener or yeah. it's you, it's, you know, someone, you what, what, the, what, yeah, well, what are we going with? Are we going with like an action shot or are we doing with like a puppy, a well, dog? Or yeah, I mean, like, you would do it with a puppy for sure. Are we, that do, would be, are we doing like anyone else in the photos? Or are they just single photos? What, what do you think the game plan? It's a great be? question. I mean, when I set up my Rye app back in the day, I had the picture of me and you and, uh, and Loops on the entourage. Show that we're, you know. National Leaguers. Yeah. Um, couple with my shirt off from Cobble, right? Of course. Like those pictures, they don't exist anymore. And, and quite frankly, I don't take well, would as- you, Would you own like another shot of you with your, your tarp off? Like what? when you get a good tan going, would you not fire right now? that out? Yeah, just to fire yeah, that out there. Someone a, well, might, I, no, some I, girls I put, might love it. I put a couple up for my uh, trip through Italy there. 
Uh, that yeah. you can't tone it, tan it, trip. Okay. All about angles. So right now you- A couple trips about the belly button, little deep belly button. Yeah, I said the deep, deep ski. I don't know. <laughs> could you could you fill it up with, uh, you know, cinnamon toast crunch and no, fire some? No, like, that's not huh? quite that deep. Oh, all right. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I think at a good angle with a good tan, I think you can make me- Okay, so see, see, okay, so may, that's a maybe with the tarp off. But what other kind of photos? So I'm just saying, I, I don't do it. Anymore. I'm, I'm not on Ryan anymore. I, okay. I physically have the app here now. This is probably a year ago that I, I, I was like, all right, I'm back. I'm single. I'm gonna fucking get back in the game. Here yeah. I go, couple crickets from the Rye app. So I said, listen, maybe I'm not an app guy anymore. I gotta get out there and actually compete. So I got back out there, and started competing, and you know, you know, things, things have been okay. But when I was rocking Ryan, when it first came out, it was pictures about trying to show how cool you are. Totally. I'm going here. I'm going there. I play in the NHL. I got money. I got a watch. I got this. Yeah. I got Cialis. What else you need? Yeah. You know, come on over. <laughs> she doesn't need much else. Come on. Come on. Let's Just go. A frozen bag of peas. <laughs> hey, um, let me ask you this, though. So if you were to give uh, you know, a listener, maybe younger, maybe older, maybe guys getting divorced or something, um, would you be able to give him better advice on how to pick up chicks online or would it be more like the one-on-one style at a bar? And then, cause a lot of guys probably don't have the balls to, to, you know, meet the girl and then, you know, be able to deliver the right message without maybe like yeah texting nowadays. Yeah. You know? I think if you're single nowadays and you're coming out, like of a divorce guy and you're older, like there's gotta be some of these apps that not even Raya, there's gotta be like, teaches a, you. like, a, like a rich person app. Right? Like, okay, you're divorced. I'm divorced. In fact, I know there's one in Orange County. I know there's one. Yeah, there's a couple of my people I know yeah. have tried it to yeah. where, like, you got to be a successful older man, an successful older woman, and they want to get on there and they just want to fuck. That's well, so have you-, you done the Orange County one where it's like millionaire thing and like one, it's usually like an older woman and a younger guy. It's like a cougar app. No. But the, but the women are rich. I've got some buddies on it that live in Newport. Wow. Like in their, or there you go. In their late twenties or whatever. And they're going out with women in their forties and fifties that are loaded. You want to, you want to send me that app? please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've had an extra pair of gloves this whole time. Maxie, I've known you for three fucking years. This is the first time you say it to me. I'd love to track. How Fire many, that over to me. I'd love to track how many downloads we'd have on this app from all our listeners. <laughs> I got the Rye app here right, right on the iPad. It just says, if you want to apply for membership, and then it says anyone, but Larry flowers it still says that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, listen, and I can always give guys better advice I'll, I'll on one, the one-on-one stuff. I'll tell you what the apps I, I've, I've been, a, I had, I've had apps throughout my playing career. When I went back down to the jungle, there was this app, uh, uh, app called hinge that I used. On oh, hinge, yeah. I think yeah. that's what the guys still use. Yeah. The problem with the app, in my opinion is like girls that think we're actually going to, you know, we're not just fucking like, come on, it's an app. That's right? True. Are we I, not I, like what's going on here? The boys are laughing because they know exactly that. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, very it's, true it's just like, hey, listen, babe. Uh, you know, we met on the app. We had a nice time. Yeah, but, uh, but can I take you seriously here? No, let, let me just throw this at you because I know for a fact that it's the other way around too. I bet you these girls get you know the guy. Finally, they meet up, and the guy like tries to play this like sweetheart thing, and she's like, "Guy, I have you out here to do one thing and yeah. one thing only." Touch your. T- <laughs> 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 touch me tits <laughs> you know or bend over touch your toes i'll show you where the wild goose goes <laughs> <laughs> so you think there's girls I, well in my app yeah experience, i mean that's yes listen, that's I'm, why they're on there too like listen, I i've retired from the app game i'm officially retired from the I, app I know game. You are. but i would say during my uh experience with the apps you know you text them and they say hey you know you want to come over and meet up and well i'm not just going to come right to your house well what the fuck you want to do? You want to go, you know, for dinner or what? Like, well, what are you looking for? 
I'm on an app. What the fuck do you think I'm looking for here, right? Like, what are you talking about, up dog? So, to me, I never had great success with them. Yeah. I was just. I, I missed them. I actually, yeah, I, I just flew right through them, tornado well, style. Instagram. Just, I didn't even need it. Instagram, to me, was the, was the, was the home run of home runs, right? Like, yeah. that way a girl follows you, you're like, here we go. Yeah. I'm in it. I'm in the game. Yeah, you can kind of build your personality a little bit. They're normal people. You can just talk normally to them. The whole app thing to me was never. Very hard to get catfished. Very hard to get catfished. Right? Very hard to get catfished. Unless they're, you know, complete crooks. Yeah. So, Updog, you think there's girls out there as well that these guys meet them and they want to date them. And they're just like, listen, I just came here for you to you know, go downstairs on me and fucking make me come a couple times and I'm out of here? Or what, what do you think? I think, yeah, I think the writing's on the wall with it all. I thought that's what I thought. I think the people, and as we're learning, as as all these social media platforms are getting, you know, kind of the onion peeled back of what's been going on, I bet you these algorithms within these dating apps, they funnel to the to the ones that are just trying to hit check marks all the time. Yeah. I bet you if you got some stats out, there'd be a lot more. Uh, girls doing the checkies than the guys. That's just say, listen, I work nine to five. Well, yeah, listen, it's just, think it's about it. Now, if you're, dude. if you're like, what are you, Max, you got a girlfriend, bigger, you got a girlfriend? No, you work somewhat hard. <laughs> I think I try. I try. <laughs> no, but let's say you're, let's say you're a woman or a man that you work nine to five all day. Yeah. How, the fuck you, how are you supposed to meet somebody? Right. So I think the apps are you on an app or you going to want to tell us? I was going to say, I'm literally in this scenario right now where the last like, Two to three months, I've met a girl on Hinge, yeah. and I, I'm i not trying to date. I'm not trying to date at all. I've explained that to her. Yeah. She she was like, oh, let's keep it super casual. But then it's what you said. Every day, it's, do you want to hang out? Do you want to hang out? And I tell her, I drive an hour and a half to and from work. I get home at eight every night. I don't want to hang out. I generally just want to be on my couch by myself. Exactly. Like Stoned with a fucking bidon, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me I, ask listen, you this, Binger. I'm with you on that. I'm okay, with you on that. What, what, in the perfect scenario i mean absolutely perfect what's that first interaction like with this one that you've now i don't know how many like you know minutes or hours you put into this conversation with this chick to hang out but like ideally for you in the perfect scenario what what's the best first you know initial like when i first meet them yeah well yes like or, or, I wanted... or this one what, what's an ideal night that you'd you know in your mind i think what obi said were like the first time i it was my first ever time doing hinge or any type of app like meeting anyone random basically and it was what obi said like i she was like do you want to come over i was like let's go get food first let's go get okay. dinner first because i don't food i don't know you yeah let's get finger food, finger if you food know is what I good mean. because no 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 finger you know food is mean. good because it's very was that like carl's jr or something or no what? i mean like you know eating over some guac yeah, and yeah, chips yeah, 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 no yeah. mexicans are great like first, we went to, we first went to mexican so we got mar you get mars turn on you when you get home though you gotta be you don't order the cheesy burrito. Like if you get a fucking salsa, then you get her home. We're like, oh. you know why I say that? Is I also say that because you this can guy never shits or farts. You can like. escape a a dinner with you know finger food. You can escape there. You could be like, ah, you know, you don't have to wait for the different appetizers and and the fucking you know the fancy. So you're saying once the chip and guac hits the table, and you're not into this chick, you're you can out the side door. You can be done. You're like, hey, one more cerveza. By the way, I gotta take a piss real quick. Gone, <laughs> gone. And you stick her with just the chips and guac and one beer. It's not gonna break her. Well, you just say, listen, this was an appetizer. I'm actually gonna go meet some friends for the real dinner. But you know, or if this you is gonna play out, then you're like, hey, you know, what, guys, want to order some tacos? Or I was just gonna oh. say you have dinner and then you just tell 
or you're not coming over after. Not so no, I mean, like you can you can get out of there back, immediately. Back up the trucker. Yeah. You you were gonna tell her at the chips and guac. Let's like, go, hey, let's listen. go for a drink and grab some food. Okay, so okay. when the chips and guac come, yeah. Now you don't like her. Yeah, th- yeah, okay. So okay. now you're saying, listen, babe, nice to meet you. Enjoy the chips and guac. I'm yeah, you, to- you just hang with the chi- <laughs> hang with the chips and guac when the waiter comes back. Ask if you need anything else. Anything else? You just go. I think we're fine for now. And you don't let her go. <laughs> you know what, Jose? We're all right, fella. We're all right. No, but you, you kind of politely say like, no, I'm good. Do you want another drink? No, okay, that's good. Because, I, you know, I was probably going to go meet some I'm people. Dri- I got to drive. Yeah, gotta drive. But, or, you just can escape. There's a good yeah. escape plan rather than being like fake answer. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I got an emergency. Yeah. I got to get out of here. You just say, listen, that was fun. I was, you know, chips and guac and <laughs> see you later. Right? It's yeah. been a while since I've, you know, yeah, obviously. Yeah, no, <laughs> Listen, I, I'm just, I, and again, take this, all these. This is a know, great tip. This is a good tip. It's a great tip. You don't want to get caught at a three-hour dinner with someone you don't like. Okay, what if you live in Canada and there's not a lot of Mexican options? No, there is. Mr. <laughs> Sub or what? Yeah, Subway's good. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine hey. Subway first date. <laughs> oh, the cold cut trio there. Extra foot long. Extra guac. Easy on the extra guac there, babe. I don't know if we're fucking quite there yet. Ah, you like Dijon, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can I get this spicy sauce on there? Lay off the spicy sauce. Hey, Updog, I got the top 10. This is just Googled. Top yeah. 10 dating apps, right? Yeah. It starts off, one's called Zeusk. Ah, number one, Elite Singles. E-Harmony. Now, I think if you're E-Harmony's setting up... still going on. I think if you set up for E-Harmony, you're looking for love. That, that sounds like love. E-Harmony. Like, Silver Singles. Poor people. Silver Singles. That sounds like a bunch of fives and sixes that are just looking to fuck. Okay? <laughs> if you're a bogey, come on Silver Singles. <laughs> Stir. Not sure what that means. Match.com. That one, I think, is also 8.7. Looking for love. Our Time. That's looking for love, too. Yeah, that's a tough name there. Number eight, I'm not going to say. Number nine's called J-Date. But down here at number 10, number 10 here is called B-Naughty. B-Naughty. Now, now there's an app that I think people are looking to get. I think you can get. get around that thing, yeah. Just B-Naughty. Yeah, they can have a good, good, good slogan for that. Right? I think that's the app where you go on there and say, listen. We're not here to. We're not here to go have guacamole. Yeah. Well. It ends at the call. <laughs> let's get let's get to it. All right, we got one more written one coming in here. Uh, this one's a little longer, but I think you guys will love this story from Kyle Quigley. Subject, subjects whiskey a go go. Hey fellas, love the pod. Keep up the awesome work. I'm in belly laughs half the time I listen. Gonna get right into her here. Bunch of <laughs> bunch of the boys head to whiskey's early Sunday around five p.m. Girls are doing their first round on stage. Of course, we were sitting perv row. One girl bends over in front of me and tells me to let her have it. I slapped this girl's ass so hard, she probably still feels it. Later in the night, they're still they're on their second turn. She hauls me on stage with her friend, lays me down, and tells me, this is payback, pal. Club is full at this point. She pulls my pants off, rips my boxers to shit. This, this broad spits in my asshole, spanks me just as hard as I did her, and kicks me off stage. Wondering if you fellas ever made the trip to whiskeys and have any crazy, crazy ripper stories. Cheers, fellas. <laughs> Keep up the sick pod. Quigs. Oh, <laughs> oh Quigs. Well done with the read there, yeah, Max. Max, by the way. great job. That's, that's kind of like that, listening to yeah. uh, Siri talk to me when I, when I put that's, the mail. That's a on. new stuff. Speaking of having to read them too. So that's a new, that's guaranteed moving forward. Maxie's reading. Maybe a bigger jump in and read a couple too, eh? Sounds like this guy's got a nice little setup here. Where's the whiskey go go? Yeah. Toronto? That's Toronto, right? Whiskey I've go-go? never been. It's the, Toronto, my answer to that is I've never been, but but holy shit, I guess I'd get ready. I'm trying to think of the first strip club I went to. It was in Belleville. What was it called? The Cabaret. 
First song I remember walking into. First song I ever heard in a strip club. <laughs> purple Rain. This girl pulls out the purple blanket. It's just like purple rain, purple rain. <laughs> She's just fucking spread eagle up dog. <laughs> and I'm like 17 playing hockey with Harksy. I'm like, holy fuck, boys. I'll have a beer. Give me a fucking beer. <laughs> purple rain, purple rain. I, think, <laughs> I mean, I think I was just like, just I was that. like, holy fuck. And you know, back home, <laughs> what, like, what a great description of every guy's first first experience at a strip club i hope i hope everyone else gets that oh uh, man that feeling just, of excitement that obi just had right uh, i was with brandon harks Harksy, i love you <laughs> mikey McEwen. i don't know a couple other boys from the red quinny red devil 17 years old hey eh? give me a pitcher of beer and fucking give me that tootie many loonies as many loonies as you can give me purple rain purple rain i went right to the front ups just like this <laughs> And at that time, I was fucking hooked, boys. At that time, I was fucking hooked. Oh, oh man. Oh, he's hooked. Oh, I was hooked. I'm right. oh. All that hard work that Pam and Pat did and St. Mary's High School did or secondary school. But I went you in there. Right out the Fuck, I went, this is a lot better than what they're saying. Purple rain. Purple rain. <laughs> Oh, Harksy, you remember the night, eh? What a night it was. <laughs> oh, fuck. Thanks. Oh, listen, I'm still fighting the battles. Fucking Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm still at Spearman Rhino fighting the same battles. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I don't even know how we got going there or whatever, but that was, that was good times. We'll, we'll get it back to some hockey here. I think that's more fun than hockey. Do you think people no, want to listen up? <laughs> Uncle Buck up here in Connecticut. Laugh at the name, but that's what I go by. Uh, I'm just Buck. wondering if you guys got any good prank stories. You know, that some of the vets played on the rooks. I, I know when I was in college, the seniors put Icy Hot in my jock strap when I was a freshman for warm-ups in my first game. So that was that was quite enjoyable. Um, another note, I heard a couple weeks ago you guys were talking about AK27 on the podcast. Uh, I got a pretty good story. Fellas, keep doing what you're doing. Love the pot. OB, toss in a lip boomer, fella. Is AK-27 Alex Kalorn? Yeah. I would, is, right? I would think so. Yeah. Is he wearing 27? That's his yeah. Yeah, killer, right? Killer. By the way, how cool is that Tom Brady jersey that he signed for killer? It was sick. I did, yeah. Fuck, yeah, he put it on his Instagram. It was badass. Those boys are playing Augusta right now, but him and I Big Rig. They, sitting, they sent me a fucking picture of sitting in Butler's cabin looking at 18 green. Oh. Big Rig just had to chew in with a Bud Light sitting there. I was like, fuck, is that NHL? Wow. Uncle Buck, let's talk about icy, icy hot on your balls, though, bro. Were you, were you a Flexol guy? So, boys, before you start the games, you, you would put a Flexol. So, you wear like a, a, a jock thing that holds your nuts in, right? Then you would put your cup on, and then I would wear... Compression shorts, right? Yeah. But I would put ice and flex all over my lat, all over my legs and ass and in my groins, trying to avoid your balls. But sometimes it's inevitable. Inevitable. That was the word I was trying to look for. Inevitably, it gets on your ball sack. Fuck. Then it's yeah, then you're in one. It stings, boys. You're like getting dressed. You're like, holy <laughs> fuck, everybody's I've got too much flex all my nuts here. Come on up, so let's get these fuckers. But did you do that before games? Uh no. no. But religiously, the guys who would do it, they'd come in and they put the gloves. Get the yes, gloves on. exactly. Not a pretty picture. They my just, big ass leaned over trying to get my fucking left butt cheek. 
I used to in like junior, and I, I think I did it in like peewees. You know what? Georgie Peros, the Greek god. You, what you, would he do? You, you know those like under jocks? Yeah. This guy, Georgie Peros, he looked like a Greek god. He would walk, and we had like a, a female therapist that was like over in the other room, and he would just come walking in his little under jock <laughs> and put the gloves on and just put flexol all over his fucking body. Yeah. And I was just like, the girl, you like could see she was like, she was like, trying not, she was skin, like, eh? trying not to look, but she was looking like, yeah, look at the hammer on him. You know? <laughs> Tough, tough on, on the, the skin. skin. Tough on the skin. But when you're not playing a lot of minutes, it keeps your legs engaged. Like, did you, like, near the end of your career when you're on the fourth line, did you fucking? No, no. you just, I like to jump over the boards every TV timeout, get the legs yeah. with the sluice a little bit. Yeah. Um. Now I watch that, like, while I'm at a game, and I think it's cheesy. But I had to, because I sat on the bench a long, long time. Ups, listen, I, I did it too. You, if, if it's cheesy or not, you might be right. You got to yeah. do it. You, you got to go gotta up for a loose. little twirl, because before you know it, they're like, oh, Brian, you're up. You're like, what? Totally. It's funny. I was watching a basketball game. Clippers, uh, no, Celtics, Lakers. Actually, your leg, banger, your Lakers. LeBron got fouled, by the way. But anyways. Don't get me started. Jeff Van Gundy was talking about, there's a point in the fourth quarter, and I used to say this about coaches too. There's a point in the third period where if you haven't gone to me, you're done. Don't come to me now, right? You know it as a player, two ups. And, and any good coach that has fucking half a brain and fucking yeah, a yeah, decent yeah. human being. Totally. You get to a point where like, all right, O'Brien's done. Yeah. Don't shut me down for 12 and then throw me out there with four minutes left in a one goal game and be like, go out there. Be like, I, no, I don't want to go out there. I'm done. So you need to keep your legs engaged until you feel, okay, that's it. You take your chin strap that off. That was a constant just mind fuck battle, right? Yeah. Too, with the, with the, are we going out? Are we staying? Like, <laughs> what the hell? Well, I would just look at bigger and be like, we're done, aren't we? Yeah. The worst, thing, the worst thing for playing fourth line was when the rotation would end and it gets to you. And then, like, the goalie makes, like, you know, covers the puck with his glove and TV timeout. TV timeout. And then you just get cycled back to the fourth spot again. You're yeah. like, God damn. So TV timeouts, Binger and Maxi are, thing are, are depth players' worst nightmare. Because you're going, you're going, you're going, ooh, fuck, back to the top line. And a lot of coaches, good coaches, I feel, would go to their fourth line and coming out of TV timeout. But a lot of coaches I play for go right back to top. Yeah. And then you got to wait a That's how whole, you get the guys their minutes, though. Yeah. You know? No, I know. As for pranks there, Uncle Buck up in Connecticut, I wasn't a big prank guy because I didn't want it done to me. Um, you had to be ready to get, yeah. I would throw the odd leaner out, I think, the odd leaner on the hotel I, door. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't in much of a prank. In, in junior in Fort Mac, I, I, was, I was young, but I vividly remember because it was the first thing these guys made me do. Uh, my coach, Fran Gow at the time, I had to, uh, shoot. it was when you shoe check a guy, right? Shoe, shoe check. You get the ranch sauce, you put it on top of the shoe. Well, they made me like coat check this guy. What is that? Like put it in his put his jacket put it in his pocket. So I, I opened the I opened up like ketchup packets and just shoved them <laughs> in his pockets. And then, and then he fucking found out it was me. And he and he and then the next day I got to practice and um, I I came from high school. I walked across the soccer field into the rink. I probably have like fifty minutes to get ready, and all my gear is hung up on the roof of the of the rink, like in different areas, shin pads like, over here. Like, on the ice hockey sticks on the roof of the ceiling of the roof of the where, the, where the ice is. Yeah. Wow. And I had to go and, and scaffold the whole <laughs> barn and get my gear and bring it down and get ready to go on the ice for practice. And if I was one minute late, all the team was bag skating and doing laps on every minute I was late and oh, I was flying shit. around getting my skin. And then my shoelaces are out of the skates and my jock is cut in half and I'm oh. running around and I'm getting I think I was like 10 minutes late and the guys had to do 10 laps and I watched the whole thing, but it was like kind of part of my initiation. So the players did that to you? 
Or the coach. The coach. Well, the players convinced me to check, you know, coach check them. And then they found out, the the coach found out it was me. And then I gotcha. So the boys, so the boys, they, cause I'm thinking this poor rook. You know, the boys got to skate, but they couldn't be that mad at you for having to skate because they, you, they put you they up did to it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And great they were story. all helping me get my gear off the roof. Like there was guys over with the ladder over here oh, and I great. was, I was getting my shin Team pad building. over here and then like, you know. Wow. I never heard that story before. Yeah. That's a great story. That's a good story. Team building. How yeah. many laps did they have to do? 10. Well, 10 laps. Bad. I watched it all. Did you do 10 when you got out there? No, they made me watch it, man. <laughs> I said, fuck all you guys. Fuck you, boys. I'm going fucking can loops in the show. I ain't doing 10 fucking laps. <laughs> um, Uncle Buck, great question, fella. Thanks for listening. Firing a lip boomer, fella. All right, we got a question here from Monty Richardson. Fellas, I'm a rink rat out in Kelowna. Over the years, I've gotten to know and skate with a bunch of pro hockey players, such as the Shen brothers, Edmondson, Mike Smith, and lots more. My question to you is have you met any beauty rink rats and how much do you have, how much do you respect do you have for them? Rink rats. I mean, I was a rink rat growing up. Is that what he's kind of uh, asking us or like along our ways of guys that we met? Uh, I think he's like, you know, he, he met, you know, he met an NHL or when he was young and not, like bringing us back to when we were there. Yeah. Um, I guess the guy that ran the rink in Port Hope, can't remember his name. He was just greasy guy. Yeah. Greasy hair, greasy duster, same t-shirt, fucking skin tight jeans with boots on, driving the Zamboni, would let me come in and out of the rink whenever I wanted to. Can't remember his name. Smoked, just hacking <laughs> down darts. Hacking down darts. I mean, and then my boy Ian, I'll give some shout out to a guy by the name of Ian Green, who, um, you know, greener. I'm not sure exactly. Like He's all there, but he, he, he kind of walks kind of, you know, he's a little bit some physical um, disabilities to him, but always at the rink, always around the team and always fucking chirping. I mean, this guy, when I was playing junior B at home, I would come in and be like, good game. OB, fucking minus three last night. You're like, fuck you greener. Right. Totally. Just because you fucking got a little hitch in your step. There doesn't mean you can fucking chirp me, bud. <laughs> but he's, he's a great guy. And he was always at the rink. Ian green. Great guy. I got to say uh, this guy, Brian Hatfield Hatter. Good news. Good name. But he, for, for 15 years, he helped Chris Phillips and I do our golf tournament um, for the uh, Kids Forever Foundation. But this Hatfield buddy, you know, our junior team was, uh, and the rink is known for like coming in. It's impossible to place for a visiting player. I saw the rink. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. So anyway, Hatter, you would have met Hatter that night. But anyway, he was great for our city, our team, but he'd be up there just screaming at guys, him and Chris Phillips's old man would be there, Garth. it would be a place where all just these beauties would hang out and just scream at the other goalie and, and all this stuff. But he would never, he'd be at the rink fucking 10 hours a day. Yeah. You'd see him all the time, helping that's, out kids, giving stuff away, you know, chipping in. And yeah, it's kind of no, how minor great. hockey works. That's great. Yeah. And I had seen that barn you play in that, that Good to bar. me, I was like, whoo, back in the day, that'd be tough one to come, in. Dice, <laughs> tough yeah. one to come into there. Keep your head up. <laughs> Maxie, let's do one more fellow. This has been fun though. Let's do one more. A little behind on the pod, but I was just telling a story about uh, crazy hockey parents. We got in a game on the res and got in a little bit of a line skirmish. And I had my back against the boards in this little fight. And this lady swung a full two-liter bottle of Coke over the glass, hit me in the side of the head while I turned around. And here comes my mom over the benches and just cooled this lady flat clean out. Fucking beauty. <laughs> he got it with the two liter. 
<laughs> not the two liter. <laughs> Fuck, don't throw the two liter. Oh, see, but that's where like a good hockey mom just comes down and sets the fucking story straight. Right? Right? You throw a two liter pop ball at my kid, you're getting your eyes pumped shut. <laughs> I mean, that's good dangerous to throw a two liter yeah. pop ball. Like, are you kidding me? Throw the hammer, not the, <laughs> not the two liter pop ball. Do we get his name there? No name. No, he came Lopes in a little. Is... He came in a little quiet there, but fuck, boy, did he face it. He's like, fuck, watch it. We played a game on the res. That's all I heard. <laughs> played a game on the res. Next thing I know, there's a fucking two liter pop ball being chucked at me. <laughs> oh fuck! I bumped into this guy back home, fucking Kevin Cork. Cork, he's a beauty. He comes up to me. I'm at the Junior P game. He goes, "Hey, Elvis, how you doing, bud? I'm good." He goes, "Still playing hockey or what?" <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking blind? I go, Corky, look at me. I'm fucking 290 pounds. You mean I still fucking playing hockey? I retired four years ago. What have you been doing for fun? Hey, it's up. I'm still playing hockey. Oh, man. He's a beauty. So you made it over there, though, in your home. I eh? went over and watched the Cobra Cougar. Shout out to Tom Foster, runs the D. Good friend of the pod, Tom Foster. Listen up. The the juniors, they they all wear fucking, they all wear full masks and neck guards and. They skate around 150 miles an hour and they don't hit anybody and there's no real passes and it's a fucking just a cage match out there. It's Literally. Not, it's not the jungle, is it? It wasn't back when the old Portal Buzzers played the Cougars and you knew there was going to be a line brawl on yeah. a Monday night. You knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a few of them. You know it's coming. Now I'm like, looks like, it looked, to me it looked like. Peewee hockey. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like Bantam or Peewee. But yeah. Like it looked like these kids were getting ready to try to play junior. They could skate though ups. I mean, they all could skate. It was crazy how fast they were. Yeah. Games but, change. Games change. But uh, Updog, uh, that was unbelievable. Thanks, to guys. And like Maxie said, we're going to continue to do these throughout the course of the season, uh, especially in the off season. So keep the questions coming. Anything you want to know me, uh, sorry, ask me in the Updog. I love this shit. Up yeah, there. That was stuff. great. We were talking about anything but hockey. So thank you, guys. Bigger Maxie, thank you. Hall pass. That was Curfew Calls. Bye. Uh,